Hello guys, how you doing today? Before I start um, talking about um, speaking in tongues, I want to say this about Alan Paul. I believe Alan Paul is a man of God. I believe Alan Paul is doing what the Lord called upon him to do to edify the saints. But I have disagreement with him when it comes to the Holy Spirit. I have disagreement with him when it comes to speaking in tongues. And this is just not to uh, to create division, but I have a counter argument when it comes to the Holy Spirit. He did a video um, saying that if you speak in tongue in the church, someone has to interpret that. He used one verse from I think he used it in in Acts. Um, I think yeah, he used it in First Corinthians. I'm sorry, he used it in First Corinthians. 14 verses 27. First Corinthians 14 verses 27 it says, If anyone speaks in tongue, two or at least three, um, uh, two of uh, they must speak one at a time, and someone must interpret what they say. So, no more than two or three should speak in tongues, they must speak one at a time, and someone must interpret what they say. That's why it says in First Corinthians, verse fourteen. First uh, Corinthians fourteen, verses twenty-seven. So I believe that Alan Paul, he's you know somebody like him. He knows the Bible. He understands theology. But I felt like he wanted he used that verses to um, to prove his point, like to make to justify his belief. You know, I feel like he did not use it in the proper context. Paul was writing to the church in Corinth, the church in Corinth. So this is the um, this is the early stage of Christianity. So this is the early Christians. This is the beginning of Christianity. Paul is talking to that church in Corinth. He's talking to that one church. He was not talking to everybody. So just like in Revelation. John, the evangelist, was writing to the seven different churches and in the book of Revelation. Each church was different. So the Lord Jesus, he addressed each church different. There were churches that was lukewarm. There were churches that was, um, that, that, you know, that was corrupt. And there were churches that were faithful. One, of, one church was faithful. So the Lord was not talking to every churches. So he addressed each church, um, uh, each church individually. So he did not address all the churches. Each church, he had a different message for each church. So that's why I believe Paul was writing in Corinthian. He was writing to that church in Corinthian. He was not writing to all Christians. Because if you go to the um, book of Mark, this is in Mark. 16 verses um, 15 and this is Jesus last words he said go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he who believes and is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will be condemned and these signs will follow those who believe in my name they will cast out demons they will speak with new tongues. They will speak with new tongues. This is speaking in tongues they talk about. In my name, 
what they will take up uh serpent and if they drink anything deadly it by no means hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover okay so th this was in um this was in mark and now if you go to um i'm gonna go to acts 10 verses 46. You guys are going to become Acts um, 10. So, when you guys read the Bible, you have to take things in proper context. All right? So, and Alan knows better. I mean, he knows the scripture. But he just used that one verse to justify his belief. Because I think Alan is, I, you know, I don't know his uh, belief. Uh, I know he's a born again. I believe he's a born again Christian, but I think he's probably has something against charismatic or apostolic. He's probably not into that type of um, worship, and that's fine. Just because you're not into it, does that mean you you don't downplay something that you don't you don't agree with? Okay, we all have different ways we worship. You know, some of us believe and the gift of the spirit so don't just use a bible verse out of context to justify that the gift of speaking in tongue like it has to be interpreted somebody has to be that you interpret every time somebody's speaking in tongue that's not what it just is in, in, in mark and i want to go to you this is at act 10 verses 46 and while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For they heard them speak and speak with tongues and magnify God. Okay? So they were speaking in tongues. Nowhere did it say that somebody has to interpret that. And this is in the book of Acts. Okay, so because that's not accurate at all. Every time somebody speaks in tongues, as a matter of fact, I'm going to read to you guys another verse. That even though somebody speaks in tongues, does not mean that um, someone always has to be there to interpret that. I'm going to go to... Um, this is in Act 19. You go to Act 19, verses 6. Act 19, verses 6. It says, um, okay, so this is Act 19, verses 6. But when some, but when some were hardened and did not believe but spoke evil, Okay, no, let me, let me, okay, let me go back to Act 19, verses 6. Uh, okay, yeah, so this is Act 19, verses 6. I'm going to start with verse 5. I apologize, I was reading the wrong verse. It says, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Peter, and when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with, with tongues and prophesied. And now the men were about 12 and all. So they've been baptized, but they haven't received the Holy Spirit. When Paul laid hands upon them, they received the Holy Spirit. 
and they spoke in new tongues. I mean, they spoke in tongues and they prophesied. No one says anything about interpretation here. So we cannot just take the Bible verses out of context to um, to suit our own narrative. We have to stick to the scripture. It takes everything in proper context. And I'm going to read to you guys again. We are going to First Corinthians verses. Um, this is First Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. Yeah, First Corinthians. Yeah, I just want to, you know, guys, when you watch somebody on YouTube, a preacher, a pastor, or preaching the gospel, do not take everything they see as, at his uh, value. Okay? We all are fellow men. Don't, don't always take what I see at his value. That's why you have the Holy Spirit for. That's why you have your own Bible. You guys need to spend more time reading your Bible. You cannot just go to church on Sunday and then just put it away when you come home. And then you don't open it up back up till you go to church on the following week. If you live your life like that, you will never be close to the Lord. Okay? So, the only if Jesus Christ, if our Lord and Savior will see it, if he's speaking, then that's, you know, whatever he says, he's God, we cannot question God. But if I let a man speaking, ladies or men speaking, you don't just go, just because they say something, you just uh, assume it's correct. I want you guys to be like the the church in Berea, uh, the Berean. Every time Paul will preach the gospel to them, they go and verify what Paul was saying with the scripture. They go verify what Paul said. In the scripture, make sure what he was saying aligned with God's word. All right? So I want you guys to take away from this video that you have to work on your own salvation with shame trembling. Don't just go by what somebody tells you. You have to spend time in the word, reading your Bible, staying in prayer, and spending time with the Lord. All right? So thank you guys for watching. Please subscribe. May the Lord bless you. And guys, this is in 1 Corinthians 14. This is prophecy in tongues. It says, pursue love and desire spiritual gift, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue, who he who speaks in tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. See, that's another passage that Alan Paul left out. He speaks to God. He does not speak to men. For he who speaks in, in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks in mysteries. You don't know what he's saying to God. That's what the Bible is saying right here. This is in 1 Corinthians um, chapter 14. So has Alan Paul going to say that someone has to interpret that, taking that verse out of context when Paul was just talking about to that specific church in Corinthians? He was not talking about to the whole body of Christ. And I just read that to you guys in 1 Corinthians um, chapter 14. 
See, I don't like when Christian does that. We cannot just leave things out of uh, take things out of context and then and, and then not talk about. We have to take the whole scripture in context. This is a very important passage that he left out. Okay, because he does not understand speaking in tongues. I didn't Paul probably never spoke in tongues. I don't know that for a fact, but I see the way he presented his video. He probably haven't spoken in tongues. And it's not too late for him to speak in tongues. It's saying that right here. So you have to pursue love and spiritual gifts. Okay. For he who speaks in a, in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies, he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you all spoke with tongue, but even more that you prophesize. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. Okay, so what he's saying is that, so the person can speak in tongue, when he's speaking in tongue, he edify himself. Okay, unless uh, he interprets it that the church may receive edification. So he doesn't have to interpret it for the church. If he uh, speaks in tongues, he, um, he edifies himself. So if he's speaking to God in tongues, that's fine. He's doing it for himself. But if he wants to edify the church, he has to interpret what he says to God. Okay? So that's, that's the correct uh, explanation about speaking in tongues. You can't speak in tongues to yourself, you edify yourself. If you want to speak in tongues, if you're in the church you speak in tongues, it's good to have an interpret, you know, someone to interpret. Well, you could, you could interpret what you're saying to God to edify the church, but you don't have to. That's not, you don't have to interpret what you said while you speak in tongues. That's not required. But he wished, but that everyone would prophesize. So the greatest gift that a believer could have is prophecy. The gift of prophecy is very important. Because you not only, um, that's what Paul said right here, but he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with them. Because when you prophesize, you're able to edify. Uh, but he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. So you edify, you exhort, you speak exhortation to men when you have the gift of prophecy. So pursue spiritual gift. So the only way you could pursue spiritual gift is by um, getting close to the Lord. 